Hi there, my name is Steve, this is TQA Weekly, and you're going to be learning something about ransomware today and some of the behaviors that you should be expecting from cities, organizations, hospitals, governments, and whatnot. So let's start off with the fact that the Canadian city of Chateauguay was supposedly infected with ransomware, and like many cities around the world, it is presumed that this encryption is the result of behavior from a employee clicking on a link or opening a file in some sort of absurd, unsafe way. However, and they're probably hiding their shame and that's probably what happened. However, there is other possibilities. I mean, like, think about it. Viruses are not a joke, but there are other things you can do to get a virus into a city infrastructure. So let's talk about what a rat is. A rat is a remote administrative tool, which means that once a rat is in a system, it can actually allow somebody to remotely target a server or a series of computers. It is possible to introduce a rat by using zero-day vulnerabilities that have yet to be, again, announced or patched. This also means that it is possible that people have methods of introducing code into computers that we have yet to solve right now. Now, rats can also have malicious payloads. In this case, it was probably ransomware software. Now, if we get down to business and ascertain some of the current issues with city digital infrastructures, as well as the digital infrastructures of many businesses, governments, hospitals, and whatnot, we have to deal with the fact that there are many things that could have been done to mitigate and eliminate the risks of viruses, beginning with access permissions, patches, updates, and of course, the most important, education. Now, the first thing that we have to learn is access permissions. As a home user, you have administrative access to your computer, which is really dangerous. Most viruses basically get all of their abilities from the user's access. Basically every privilege that they have. So if your computer is in administrative mode and you get infected, your virus has administrative privilege. While viruses can use privilege escalation, it is far easier for them to just get the privileges from the user. So there is that. If businesses, hospitals, governments, and whatnot were to limit all the access and privileges to the bare bone essentials for a person to be able to do their job, it is likely possible that many viruses as well as other malware would not be able to function in those environments. So it would be a good idea for access permissions to be limited on many computers especially in sensitive areas. The second issue is education. You need to remember that most people, while they can use a computer, don't actually know how computers work or understand how they work properly. And therefore, they have weird concepts of how they use and how well they use computers. I mean, if we just use the example of Excel, I've seen many resumes with Excel on them saying that they know how to use Excel and yet very few of them are aware of what a pivot table is. So teaching users to understand the risks 
recognize possible attack vectors, proper handling of data and files is paramount. You do not need to understand the entire engineering of a computer provided businesses, cities, and whatever limit your access to a computer and you understand the risks of your job as well as everything that can happen to it. So being well-educated lowers the risks. Having the access permissions limited also lowers the risks. The third issue is patches and update. Microsoft, as well as many other operating system, require that basically most home users and organizations be patched and up to date on a near daily or weekly cycle. Now, this is something that's apparently not enforced in the business setting to the point where updating and patching systems, which would avoid many issues, is simply not done in many business settings as the IT departments have yet to install all the patches. And this actually makes it possible for viruses and malware to spread far more easily in business environments and in organizations at a scale that basically makes it laughable on the consumer side, which for the most part ends up with more of the computers being patched. The next thing is computer configurations, especially in business settings, cities, hospitals, and other organizations. Many vulnerabilities are related to remote access, you know, the remote desktop feature, and that combined with issues with updates, permissions, and patching makes it a seriously dangerous vector for basically anything to do with viruses and malware targeting their computers. And because of that, it is so dreadfully and scarily simple to infect a business area, especially with all of the holes in security that are possible when remote access is enabled, especially through the remote desktop protocol. And the last issue, by the way, is hardware. Many consumer products are available that would prevent the kind of ransomware that many cities, companies, organizations, hospitals fall prey to. However, the higher end hardware often has requirements that make it harder to implement. Hence why we have IT departments. And these organizations don't tend to spend the capital required to avoid an issue. They'll spend the capital once the issue has arisen. Citing the infamous clause, it has never happened before, which is false. It has, just not to them yet. And that is the final nail in the coffin. The difference between mindset and reality. We are wired to believe that because it has never happened to us, that it may never happen. It isn't a matter of if, it is a matter of when. And the sooner cities, businesses, hospitals, organizations, and etc. understand this, the safer they, and by extension, us, will be.
Like this episode if you like it. Dislike it if you didn't. Share with those that you think can benefit from this. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions for topics, email me at ask at tqwayweekly.com. Or go to my website, tqwayweekly.com. You can do anything like see the show notes of this episode, pass others, find other ways of subscribing, and use a contact form to email me directly. And of course, if you want to watch me play on Twitch, go to twitch.tv slash zaxis1981 and look for my schedule where I periodically modify it now because of working more often. Thank you for watching and goodbye.